This episode of AV Plus has a very interesting sponsor that I'm excited to tell you about because something we try to be for the AV community is a sort of business handbook. Because the trouble is that running a business is a very detailed, exhausting task, and integrators, they already have enough to deal with in terms of technicalities. X10 AV is our sponsor this week. They're the world's first AI-powered AV design platform that aims to automate all of that tedious documentation that has to usually be done manually. I asked Vib Singh, the co-founder at X10, to explain how their artificial intelligence makes integrators' lives easier. There are seven types of documents which we automate, which are usually created uh, manually uh, by everyone. So some of these documents are line schematics, rack layouts, signal flow diagrams, cable schedules, ceiling speaker layouts, scope of work document and proposals. I mean, if you have to do these documents manually, it's a hell lot of time. And by using X10 AV, we automate all these documents. And if you, if you, if you see the demo, if you, if you see the software working, it feels like magic. And that's the kind of feedback which you'll be getting. X10 AV is the only software which will automatically draw these uh, drawings and documents for you. This is going to exponentially increase the efficiency and accuracy of AV designers. So we hope you'll check out X10 AV at Integrated Systems Europe next month. They'll be in booth 7 and 190. If you're not going to the show, you can find them at x10av.com. That's x-t-e-n-a-v.com. Are you the type of person that hates to be late? Because while I typically try to live my life in a way where I minimize that unnecessary stress as much as possible, I have to admit that yesterday, after sitting in traffic in the morning for 30 minutes more than I normally would, I felt pretty frazzled despite the fact that nobody at my workplace seemed to notice. And while it's one thing for me to show up to an office job a little after the agreed-upon time, it's another to be brought into a very high-stakes AV project at a massive medical facility as one of the last contractors to be woven into the project schedule. Today on AV Plus, we are talking with Jerry Shinar at Sixth Sense Solutions about what it was like to have only a few weeks to help a general contractor outfit a new cardiovascular center with quality systems. They were in the final stages of the build and uh, realized they have zero audio throughout the entire building in a place that needs audio throughout the entire building. Speaking of Jerry, that was him. Having talked with him, he sounds like a really nice patient guy, but if he has the ability to work with a general contractor who admitted to just forgetting about the AV systems, I guess his sense of understanding precedes him. Anyway, the project at hand required Jerry and his team to maneuver through sheetrock, nearly complete ceilings, and a whole host of other barriers. On top of the already late entry point, Jerry experienced yet another classic AV installer scenario, scope creep. It turned into a 32 zone system with 32 different streamers and it was just way more complex than what I originally thought we were getting ourselves into. We used, I think, 125 Beale Street speakers, eight or nine different amplifiers because they were separated over three different floors. Keep in mind that this space originally was only supposed to have music in the common areas where patients are waiting to be seen. But then the idea was to include music in certain lab spaces and then the surgeons and the doctor's own private offices. And then the idea was to let those doctors be able to control what they were listening to with their phones. Let's be honest. The customer really didn't know what he wanted because he was kind of like building this on the fly 
when it came to the audio because he's he's not an expert at it so he's like okay can i do he was asking me a lot of questions can i do this can i do that can i do this and i would tell him yes you can but i need an answer now because i have to get my team in there to wire when Jerry had his first meeting, the construction team was already putting in tiles and painting sheetrock. So Jerry really had to put the pressure on the client to finalize their plans and to start getting wire in the walls. But isn't that a high pressure situation where you could risk losing a client by telling them that they need to do something? How do you maintain that relationship in a situation like this? I earned their trust several years ago. These aren't first time customers, first off. So it made it a little easier in the trust aspect. but when I do speak with this customer and potential other customers, you know, I tell them, hey, now is the time to do it, even if you're not going to add the equipment uh, right now. Because everyone has a budget. You know, everyone has their thought on what it's going to cost them, even though nine times out of ten, they have no idea how much it's really going to cost. They just have a number in mind saying, okay, well, I want to put music in this in this building it's probably going to cost ten thousand dollars which is completely out of the you know ridiculous so i tell them if even if you don't add the speakers now if we have the wiring in place right now it's going to eliminate the mess and the possibility of not getting the wire there once y'all are done so you know i tell them it, it's cheaper to run it now than it will be in a year from now, that's what sells them on it. Like, okay, well, let's do it now. We'll run the wires. If, our, if it's over our budget, we'll cut back on the amount of speakers, but we'll have the wires there. Once we open and start generating income, we can actually improve and add more speakers. I think what was really exceptional about the way Jerry handled this is that he unapologetically valued his team's worth and their time while also staying trustworthy in the eyes of the client and making the worst case scenario an opportunity for future income. Because what if they had seen the estimates for cost, right? Just for the cost of wiring and thought, okay, well, that's enough. We'll pay you for the wiring and that's it. The key though is that Jerry made the conversation more about what they could do in the future, even if they chose the option that would have made Jerry less money in the short run. That made him and his firm seem more reliable. And if the client had in fact chosen to install more systems later, there's a good chance they would have chosen Six Cent Solutions over many other options available. So another part of this story that I think is really interesting is the audio challenges that Jerry faced after the whole timing thing was put to bed. The ceilings in this place are roughly 10 feet. Now above that ceiling, you have another five feet of open air. So I couldn't use your traditional 70 volt uh, speaker because I needed a back box. I didn't have time to go and deal with finding the speaker that matches up the exact back box and all that good stuff when I have a product that already has it all in one. He went with Beale Street Audio's Sonic Vortex system, which Jerry says resulted in a noticeable reaction from the clients. I did some research and found that on some of these speakers, if you were to uncoil the tube, it would be about four feet long. And this is for a speaker that isn't anywhere near that tall. According to Beale Street, the longer the tube, the deeper the bass response. Jerry says there's only one problem with the equipment. Everyone loved the sound, the quality of the sound. They weren't so happy with the choice of music that the doctors are playing. <laughs> but, 
you know, I, I would ask the uh, the RNs and stuff like that, you know, hey, how's it going? What, what do you think of the speakers? They go, oh, it sounds awesome, but the music sucks. <laughs> so if you want to see a full list of the equipment used and why it was used, I'll put a link to the Vital Cardiovascular Center project in the description. Don't forget that you can see this and all of our coverage of the pro AV industry at commercialintegrator.com and you can find all of our episodes of AV Plus at commercialintegrator.com slash podcast and by searching it out in iTunes. Speaking of which, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating and a quick review on iTunes, it would definitely help us reach more AV pros like you looking for podcasts like this. We'll be back next week with another episode of AV Plus. Until then, I'm Adam Forziati. You can find me on Twitter at Com Integrator.